Bruce Newberry. The food dude. When there's a real chill in the air, there are few things that can delight all your senses, like the wonderful things going on in the kitchen. The minute you hit the door, all your senses get engaged. The smell of the good things cooking, you hear that sizzle. And you can't wait to taste, particularly when that cook is preparing Gaspar's linguisa and churis, adding Gaspar's to any one of your favorite dishes. Chili, pizza, omelets, sandwiches, red beans and rice, lasagna. There's almost no end to the wonderful ways Gaspar's can be served. And Gaspar's linguisa comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. There's sausage out of the casing for sauces and stuffing. So now that the cold weather is here, it's time to treat yourself to the unique taste of Gaspar's linguisa once again. Available at all major supermarkets. Here's a welcome holiday gift, a Gaspar's gift pack. Call Gaspar's direct at 1-800-542-2038. Order before December 8th. Gaspar's for over 85 years, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. All right, so here we are. It's Bruce Newberry with Ted Carusas, and we're here at the Blue Play Diner. But we can't call it a TED Talk. Ted, the year is 2030. 2030. Here are some projections for the year 2030, according to uh, Restaurant Hospitality Magazine. There will be more high-touch, customer-centric restaurants in response to the following. Follow me here. The introduction of ghost kitchens. which Ghost kitchens. Ghost kitchens. So that is pretty much just a kitchen in a workspace that is all the food is to go. There's no wait staff. There's no counter service. There's just a computer screen that propels orders. Customers can only get fed via home delivery. Wow. That is the new thing. It's actually very hip in big cities. And there's certain spaces that have five or six concepts all coming out of them Wow! for scale several reasons. One is if you have a restaurant that is very, very well known and you've got a restaurant where the food is uh, to go and you got a line out the door, unless you have a separate kitchen, your customers suffer inside the restaurant because they're waiting in queue just like everybody else. Sure. Right? So the kitchen can only do what they can do and so they, what do the restaurants do? They set up a separate line. Well, that costs money. So a couple of uh, smart uh, restaurateurs in big cities, especially where the rents uh, are very high, said, listen, what we're going to do is we're just going to create separate ghost kitchens so when an order comes in via Uber Eats or DoorDash or whatever, it'll strategically go to that kitchen. The staff will pump out the food from there, and it will not impact the guest experience within our four walls. That has morphed into this multi-concept ghost kitchen that can service three or four different concepts. What's it do? Well, it gets people to try new types of cuisines with very small risk on the uh, restaurateur's part. In other words, they don't have to re- invest in 5,000 square feet, meaning a dining room and a kitchen. They just got to go into a kitchen. And usually they'll start with like a little restaurant incubator kitchen, which is pretty cool to kind of test the market, see if it makes sense. But of course, that only works if it's predicated on actually test marketing the menu and um, having a small, very tight expense side on it. So that seems to be the new thing. I just thought of something. We have a very successful food incubator kitchen. Hope we have, and Maine, right? yes, called Hope and Maine, but they do not, for the most part, get involved with restaurants. Right. Uh, well, uh, you know, who or knows? As with restaurateurs. Right. Now, you brought up a great point. What if I'm going to start a restaurant concept? Right. Why wouldn't I go to using the incubator kitchen and run my service during service hours out of that with delivery only? I don't know as they've ever th- even thought. 
thought of that. Well, it's funny. That's what they're looking. That's what it's going to morph into. My gut feeling as a restaurant baby is that's what it's going to morph into. Yeah. People are going to take risks on trying a new uh, thing. Well, it's a cheap uh, cost of entry, right? I mean, all I have to do is rent a space. I don't have to invest a million dollars in a kitchen. I can try out a couple of menu ideas. I can uh, tie it into my app on my phone and I can get Uber Eats delivered via this restaurant kitchen. Now, whether that's going to happen at Hope in Maine, I can't really tell you. I don't know. It's too small probably right. of a space or I don't know how it works. I'm not saying blaming Hope in Maine. I'm just saying uh, there might not be enough of a need for it yet sure. to test market and to give you a true value. All right. That's, ama- that's a great point. Right. But in a big city, it's a no-brainer. Yes. Why do I want to invest a million dollars when I can invest 40000 it's a short-term, try it for six months. If it works, great. If it doesn't, I'm not on the hook for a million dollars. If it makes sense, then I invest in brick and mortar, and that's how you'll see more restaurants if they go. More restaurants strategically morphing in that way it will, in my opinion, ensure a greater success. As wow. we all know, the restaurant business is one of the hardest businesses to go into. Right. You know, One out of every 10 makes it, uh, and that's because of high barrier costs of entry, You know, million-dollar investment. Sometimes the is good just because you're a great cook doesn't mean you're a great businessman right. and so you know you do the best you can and all of a sudden you find yourself in hawk because right. your, your expenses are just too high this is an alternative way to test that market this could also free up from a business standpoint your idea not your idea but this idea could free up venture capital because a, a venture capitalist is going to m- be more willing to take a shot on something like this yes sure. absolutely right so that's so funny because when I was going for my master's degree, that's one of the things that I had um, done. It was a food incubator concept. Really? Yep. And and what it was was not only was the food incubator the actual kitchen, but more the concept. And there was VC money that would be pumped into it to to val- once it was validated to actually grow the concept. Right. Um, because everybody at the time, everybody wanted to be an Emerald Lagasse. Right. But the deal was you still need a lot of Emerald is great because he's a wonderful chef over the years become a very savvy operator but even before that he had a partner with very very smart people and they were the money and brains behind everything and that's why he blew up to be what he was yeah it's a structured way to create that opportunity that's what i think these incubators will end up going uh, to become i think that's an excellent excellent theory i really do so on the food side of life if i've if if my choices are one of these five uh not that these are going to be my only choices but let's pretend that they are for a minute one of these five concepts and I can only eat one kind of food. I'm going to order somewhere, I guess, on an app, right? Yep. So you would order. my. This is, again, theory, right? But this is how I would structure it. You order on an app. Let's say there's two different idea concepts, right? Like a food court. Sure. You order. You want Chinese, and I particularly want uh, New England Creative Fair, right? We order individualized branded apps. That order is processed via DoorDash or whoever, Uber Eats, whatever the third party delivery may be. And you don't know it, but it's actually going to one centralized kitchen. For all you know, because of all the hype, you don't even know if maybe DoorDash and Uber Eats or even just DoorDash itself has literally said, we're going to back end this. We're going to create an incubator kitchen, a satellite for you, We're going to be able to have cheaper costs, cheaper structure, which is better for our fee structure, Mm -hmm. so we don't price ourselves out of the market. And now we're contracted to work for DoorDash. How about this? How about if that concept, DoorDash is is back-ending it, or Uber Eats is back-ending it, and it's a menu created by an Emerald? 
Right. Exactly what I'm trying to tell you. That's somebody else can get into the whole business. Just so like somebody else's food. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. But yes. now it's just a second level, a third level. It's funny you say that because uh, Balud, which we all know is one of the best chefs in the entire planet. Right. Um, he invested very heavily. I think it's called Spice. S-P-Y-C-E. Yes. yes. Boston with an MIT grad. Yes. And it's all computerized and robot- roboticized, if you will. So it's consistently produced food of his of his of creation his, of his creation like bowls and protein certain salads and whatever you're telling me that that's not on the horizon in the future because it's all about the money, right? I of mean, course. It's all systematized. They pay a license fee, fee to this balloon. He writes the recipe, which is the intellectual property. You get robots who can customize certain things because that's artificial intelligence, which, by the way, is 10 to 12 years out. Right. Maybe, maybe not 2030, 2035, I should say. So in 15 years, you're telling me you're not going to do that, especially if the minimum wage keeps creeping up, right? So restaurants or maybe the DoorDashes of the world will maybe circumvent the restaurants, get licensing agreements in these food hall kitchens, sure. yes. and kind of wipe out the restaurant out of the way and just have... That's one way it to is. get them out of their troubles. I mean, they're burning cash left and right. I think you may be onto something because once what's hugely popular right now in 2019, almost 2020, are the food halls and the food courts. Right, right. And so so, so we got the short attention span going on here. Well, it's here. It's well. Here's the funny part, right? So if you look at a food hall, which is already structurally organized as a central commissary, right? They all have production kitchens, and then they have their each. Not each place has its own kitchen, right? They don't store their own things. They have this centralized commissary, and then their little outlets, which are the kiosks that sell the food. So you're telling me that there's not enough backspace back there somewhere where you're going to be able to have your to-go kitchens straight out of there? Of course there will be. Yeah. And it's centralized. And usually those food halls are all controlled, not like at the Province Place Mall, but they're all controlled by one or two vendors. Right. They're all licenses. Well, the so food, like, the difference between the food hall and the food court is the food hall is the destination. Right. There's nothing else there. It's not right. a mall. Right. It's not, you're not going there for something else and, oh, we have to eat. You're going there to eat, and that's your entertainment, and that's your experience. Right. right. So, I mean, it's exciting. It's also daunting, right? I mean, restaurants are responding to the habits of their guests and their clients. So there's two ways it's going to go, in my opinion, by 2030, 2035. Extremely specialized, high touch, very social, fine dining or very specialized cuisine. Or it's going to go ultra specialized in the opposite direction and utilitarian. I want variety and I want it now and I want it delivered. And so that's going to be the gamut and you're going to have almost nothing in between. Or whatever you do in the, in the middle will be less profitable, less consistent, more mom and pop. But you're going to see the chains go in both those uh, two extremes. I can see that. I can see that. But we we need, we as humans in 2030, 2040, 2019, 1882, we need that human interaction. We need to eat with other people. Absolutely. Other than our family or ourselves. Right. And more more now than ever before. That's why you have like, you know, was it, what was a couple of years ago, they had the communal tables. Right. Right. Which really was what? uh, Another version of the diner counter. Right. Right. I mean, so that just, it, it shows you that you need to be interacting with other human beings and the even though you're technically socially active in the social media component, it's not face to face. It's not. You're not reading cues. You're not. And you need that as language. you can't right. help it. You right. need that right. biologically. You need that. Right. You yearn. You yearn for it. So you know, and that's why I think they said. I think I also read an article that uh, millennials have never before uh, dealt with as much depression and anxiety. Yes. Now, and I'm telling you, I guarantee it has something to do with the social media and the, and the lack of interaction. They're interested 
interacting, but in a negative way. The lack of physical contact and emotional connection that is shared over breaking bread and having a conversation uh, is something that the human beings cannot do without. Cannot do without. Absolutely right. This is bigger than even Uber. <laughs> Absolutely. It is perhaps the single biggest uh, issue uh, facing us as far as uh, our connectivity. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Uh, you know, how do you? It's like I had a conversation with a doctor the other day, and, and we were talking about some different things. And he was a he was a, a passionate guy about different causes and things. And I said uh, we were talking about things like cholesterol, and I said until they find a cure for heredity, you know, yeah, it's the same thing. Until they find a cure for this human need, yeah. Don't get me going on cholesterol. I'm in the high <laughs> high three hundreds. Oh no. Uh, yeah, but I'm uh, talking about hereditary. Yeah. Oh well, that's yeah. it. It is. You know, it's and boy. It's, it's tough. It really is. And they say that the millennials are coming down with high cholesterol, which they're blaming on their college debt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how, to, how you connect that dot. I'd love to know that one. Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. With- you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. And I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Hello again. Welcome to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio and anywhere else for that matter. Hey, we are where the center of the food universe happens to be, one of them anyway. We're at Dave's Marketplace, Smithfield Crossing, here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro for Local Taste of Rhode Island, Local Taste Day. Oh, man, I've got some friends here. Uh, We've got a couple of centers of the food universe going on here because we have the Taste of Rhode Island happening here at Dave's Marketplace. And this is the first, the second, actually, of a three-day event going on. It started yesterday. It's going to be continuing tomorrow at Dave's here in Rhode Island. Then we have Newport Restaurant Week, which I'll get to in a second. And then we have the, the Burger Week going on with some friends of yours and uh, people that know their way around a great burger so all of that is happening here and you want to talk about the the center of the food universe if you check the bruce newberry facebook fan page i put a picture up of lunch during newport restaurant week this week at barcino and it was one of those things that i just ran into everybody that i knew and the colleague of mine that i was with knew everybody else. So between us, we knew everybody in the restaurant. Just one of those lots of friends kind of gatherings that just turns into this amazing spontaneous thing. And as I said in the Facebook post, do they call it restaurant week because they give you enough food to last you a week? This was the biggest pizza. I mean, I, I'm right across from the Dave's Pizza Station here. And the pizza at Barcino would rival that one. Man. I think that uh, Evan is still eating it. It was huge. Margarita, uh, uh, Napolitana-style pizza, really, really great. And uh, I had what it turned out a lot of other friends had as well, something called a piadini, which is a relative of a panini, not a spidini, however. This was a... It was basically the... The same uh, crust, the delivery system was the flatbread style, thin style. Uh, It was actually a grilled uh, flatbread crust. And in this case, it was wrapped around delicious chicken 
and some mozzarella and a little basil and a few other things. And it was amazing. Before that, I had this basil, uh, wonderful, um, wonderful white bean and basil. It was a soup, but it was to call it soup doesn't do it justice. It was an experience. It was so great. And this was before the real cold weather came, too. That would have been especially good today. And actually reminded me of a soup that Donna would make at the Wayberry Inn. But what a great luncheon. And Barcino and the rest of the Newport Restaurant Week participants are at it for one more weekend today and tomorrow at restaurants all over the place, not only in Newport, Newport County, but Bristol County as well. 15 Point Road is right there. And of course, it being Saturday and Restaurant Week, it's prime rib tonight. Yeah. So we are here at Dave's for a taste of just about everything. Walt's Palm sauces are here, the, the awesome sauce. And you want to talk about awesome sauce. Walt and his daughter, Antonetta, are here at the end of the aisle that uh, I'm on, aisle one, naturally. And uh, what a crowd. If you check the Facebook fan page, that was a picture taken not 20 minutes ago. And uh, they are attracting lots of friends with their awesome sauce. And you can literally eat your way through the Dave's today because right across from them, is Sacred Cow Granola. And Maureen's niece, Jenna, is there with the Holy Granola experience. Town Doc is here with some calamari. And uh, just any number of wonderful things. We've got it all going on from basil to gingerbread. I know that's not alphabetical, but that kind of runs the food gamut. And we've got grilled pizza, and we've got iced tea, and we've got hot cider. <laughs> we've got something for something for everybody. And I did say tea. Yes, Granny Squibb's iced tea is here at the Rhode Island Local Tasting Day here at Dave's. And that's our question du jour. I haven't put it up on Facebook yet, which reminds me I have to do that. So here's our question. What is the difference between tea, as in an afternoon tea, and high tea? What's the difference between afternoon tea, let's have tea, and high tea? There's a difference. Now, last week, we got into it as I knew we would with our question about the oldest bar in these United States, because there's no one answer anymore to these questions. That's the whole problem. So there are actually, I mean, the, the direct answer to the question, I guess, the witness will answer the question. The oldest bar that is continuous in its operation as a tavern in these United States is the White Horse Tavern. Yes. But <laughs> then we have what started all of this, and this is an article in Food and Wine, and the article was, what happens in the oldest bar in America? And it was a place in New Orleans called Lafitte. Now, Lafitte's is the oldest structure serving as a bar. I know. Because the White Horse wasn't actually built as a bar, and Lafitte's has been a bar since day one. So there's that. Then we have McSorley's, which people consider to be the oldest bar, because it's the oldest bar in New York City. And then we have the Union Oyster House, which is the oldest restaurant in the United States. It's not a bar. Did they serve 
did they serve uh, grog or rum or something in the whiskey in the olden days? I'm sure they did. Does that make it a bar? Probably. But it was not the prime reason that you went to the Union Oyster House. So, you see, there's no easy question. Oh, no easy answer to these questions. So, uh, that was last week's answer. And I... Um, I was asked, well, gee, you know, why don't you just post the answer on Facebook? Well, because all roads lead to the spoken word media and our, our vessel, our delivery system is audio, radio, and to a degree, the podcast. And that's where we do our business. We put our business in the street. We put our business on the radio. So you'll find the answers on the radio or on the podcast. See how it works? And... That being said, we go on to our Food Dude Facebook poll question today. And again, I told you, I promised you that I was going to give you lots of help if you are the one doing the Thanksgiving dinner. If you lost the toss or if you volunteered, I've got some help for you. Now, today, we're going to get some, some advice from our peers, and that's everybody else. So here's our Food Dude Facebook poll question today. What is the best way to cook a Thanksgiving turkey? Now, there is some science behind this, and uh, we will have an, an answer for you. There is one answer. At least it's the considered opinion, and it's backed up with some research of someone that is, has done this more than once. So it's not just me. What is the best way to cook a Thanksgiving turkey? Now, if you are a deep-fry turkey fan, and who isn't? I have a great alternative for you. I have two words, air fryer. Huh? You say to yourself, how do you air fry an entire turkey? I can't fit the whole thing in there. Uh, stay with us because I have the answer. The food dude has the answer for you today here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. So, so many wonderful tastes here, and uh, the, the great thing about just food in general, whether you're talking about food in a wonderful place like Dave's Marketplace, or whether you're talking about food in a wonderful place like the Wayberry Inn, or the Spanked Puppy, or Sardella's, is the giving. And it comes so naturally to anyone who gets into this food business. And you have to, you have to just wonder, I don't... I don't know if anybody's actually done a DNA sample on this, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if you took the DNA of a restaurateur or a cook or a chef or any of these folks who invented these wonderful foods, you would find in that DNA somewhere is a giving gene, a generosity gene, because it just comes so naturally to these wonderful people. I just met another one to uh, tell a great story. This is a terrific Christmas time story, holiday story. We all know Ellen of Gracie's, our friend Ellen Slattery, and her pastry chef, Melissa Denmark. And we know not only about Gracie's, but we know about Ellie's, not only Ellie's Bakery, but Ellie's Cafe, and one of the great Providence and Rhode Island success stories. Well, this holiday season, Ellie's and Gracie's have decided to team up. Actually, they've been doing it for a while. And the baker's are spending their time during the holiday season baking gingerbread, gingerbread people. And then they're giving them away. 
And volunteers from organizations and businesses from across Rhode Island are assembling gingerbread decorating kits, complete with an 8-inch gingerbread person. <laughs> I know. Uh, individually, and somehow that's offensive to somebody. And individually packaged candies and icing for use as a fundraiser. Thank you, Granny Squib, kind lady, for bringing me a little iced tea to sip on. Thank you. The program moves further along the kindness chain when the beautifully boxed kits are purchased by caring people with a loved one in mind at a variety of locations across the state, and 100% of the proceeds benefit families in need. And some of the organizations that come under this are the uh, Family Services of Rhode Island, Camp Street Community Mysteries, I'm sorry, Ministries, I got to get new glasses, Angels in the Community, the Mount Hope Neighborhood Association, the Lifespan Cancer Institute. And one of the places that you can buy these Warm-A-Heart Gingerbread Gifts kits is here at Dave's, at the Dave's Marketplace locations. And it's a wonderful gift, and it is uh, just a terrific thing, and you're going to help so many people. Now, this has been going on for 10 years. The first year, 700 kits were created and sold. Last year, 5,000. So pretty amazing. And you can help just a bunch of different ways. Certainly, you can buy one of these uh, gingerbread kits. You can volunteer to assist with kit assembly during the holiday season. And if you want to find out more, email me, bruce at brucenewberry.com. It's an all-purpose email address for all kinds of things, bruce at brucenewberry.com. And we'll put stuff up on the wonderful social media about this and uh, have more about it in a minute. I have got a taste of Burger Week in a minute. We have some new rules for dining out, and we're going to meet some more friends here at the Dave's Marketplace Taste of Rhode Island local tasting day. And uh, we're going to also have, and we have in the Broadcast Bistro today, a great invitation for Thanksgiving from Fireworks Catering. Why don't you let Chef Mark Garofalo do the cooking this year for from Fireworks Catering? It is uh, just an amazing thing. Now, if you love Fireworks Catering, and if you've been to Waterfire, you know his track record. And Chef Mark Garofalo is one of the great chefs. Why don't you let Chef Mark handle the Thanksgiving cooking this year? It's the Thanksgiving with Fireworks catering menu. Now, this can really become anything you want it to be. If you want to go the whole shooting match, turkey right on through, well, Fireworks can make that happen. From 12 pounds of turkey breast and four pounds of drumsticks, the giblet gravy, or is it giblet gravy? I think it's giblet. Sweet mashed sweet potato, herbed red bliss roasted potatoes, cornbread vegetable stuffing, and on and on and on. Now, if you just need a few extras, need a couple of drumsticks, maybe some starters. We talked about this last week. You know, when people first show up at the house, they're hungry, and they, if you tell them it's going to be another two hours till turkey time, I know. So why not start out with a couple of traditional little hors d'oeuvres, like the traditional relish tray, or all the way to beef wellington bites. Now, you can buy enough and pick up enough for your entire houseful, and all of the cooking and reheating instructions are included. If you go with the turkey, it is ready to go into your oven. 
And the traditional Thanksgiving feast menu serves 12 to 15 from the stuffing to the pies. Three pies, by the way. Now, I have a special order offer for you. The discount actually ended yesterday, but Chef Mark says, all right, here's what you do. You go to fireworkscatering.net, look for Thanksgiving, and put in the keyword Food Dude Bruce. Or you can call 401-831-9221 and use the code word Food Dude Bruce. And you'll get 10% off. All right? Now, if you're all set with Thanksgiving, but you're going to throw a holiday party, why don't you make it memorable? Think of the last party that you were at that was amazing. Probably fireworks did the catering. And uh, fireworks approach is fireworks will do as much or as little as you need fireworks to do. Full service offsite caterer. I mean, the whole thing, the bar and the rentals and the whole thing, specializing in intimate weddings and events. So don't think it's got to be 500 people. It could be six. Gourmet catering for all occasions. Check out fireworks. Fireworkscatering.net. Chef Mark. What an amazing job, and your next event is going to be just unforgettable. Use the keyword Bruce if you call 831-9221 or visit fireworkscatering.net. Click on Thanksgiving, and it's going to be great. Hey, speaking of Thanksgiving, let's have the stuffing conversation. Can we have the stuffing conversation? All right, stuffing is sacred ground. I get that. And I'm not telling you to mess with the traditional stuffing recipe. I would never ask you to go against tradition. But have you tried stuffing with Gaspar's linguiça? Ah, just like the pasta sauce. Once you try it with the Gaspar's, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy, you're never going to have stuffing any other way. So why don't you try a little extra this year? Maybe make a little extra pan of stuffing. Put a pound of, about a pound of Gaspar's in there, all diced up, and see what your crowd thinks. Yeah, Gaspar's available at all major supermarkets like this one and the one near you. Gaspar's for 95 years, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. And it's that time. Send a gift of Gaspar's for someone who really, really would love that taste. The linguiça or the chorizo and a beautiful sweet bread from the bakery in the north end of New Bedford. You just call. You have to wait till Monday to call. 800-542-2038. 1-800-542-2038 for gas bars for, for the holidays. Hey, we're at the local Taste of Rhode Island. More than 25 roadie-made food makers serving up their specialties here at Smithfield Crossing today, East Greenwich tomorrow, and it's great. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, we're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Of course, you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Everybody has a must-eat list. A few places, maybe two or three, that you keep as a go-to. On the East Bay, more must-eat lists include 15 Point Road. Maybe it's the view from those panoramic picture windows in the dining room. It enchants you as you overlook the Sakana River leading to the ocean in Mount Hope Bay. 15 Point Road. Maybe it's the local menu featuring creative seafood from the boats right across the harbor. 
Harbor. And the amazing dinner selections. Chef Chris is ever-changing his eclectic delights. Contemporary and innovative dishes like Little Neck's Peri Peri with white beans and chorizo, deconstructed beef wellington, seafood Mount Hope. Like that review said, don't miss the stuffies. Don't miss 15 Point Road. Island Park, Portsmouth, just off Route 24, south of the Sakonet River Bridge. The address is the same as the name. Sean and Carly Smith and food dude Bruce Newberry invite you to 15 Point Road. And check out 15pointroad.com. Can I tell you about the Holy Granola Experience? Sacred Cow Granola. Small batch handcrafted artisan granola. Maureen starts with organic whole grain oats from Maine, organic Vermont maple syrup, cranberries from Massachusetts, nuts and seeds, your walnuts, your pecans, your almonds, your flax, your sesame, your pepita, coconut, brown sugar, a sprinkle of Himalayan sea salt, or some Rhode Island sea salt, crystallized ginger, and some secret spices. And she makes every batch with love. You will love to start the day with sacred cow. Just pour on the milk. You get a little chai thing going on in the bowl with the spices. It is amazing atop ice cream or in a yogurt. Parfait. It is packed with superfoods, GMO-free, gluten-friendly, vegan. That's the holy granola experience in every mason jar of sacred cow granola. Rethink your granola experience. Sacred cow granola. It's part of Monroe Dairy, so it's available on the Monroe Dairy cow truck at Dave's Marketplace, many other locations, and you can buy direct at sacredcowgranola.com. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Dave's 50 years of fresh Dave's Marketplace celebrating Rhode Island Tasting Day all weekend. Over 25 Rhode Island companies giving you a local taste of Rhode Island. Eat your way through Dave's. Smithfield Crossing today, Saturday. East Greenwich tomorrow, Sunday, 10 to 3. Taste Rhode Island. Even though there's no game this weekend, you can still tailgate, homegate, couchgate with Dave's Kitchens. Hot or cold barbecue rack of ribs. Get a full rack, get a half rack. And back to those Rhode Island local tastes. This week's pizza of the week is a mushroom medley. Assorted blend of Rhode Island Mushroom Company mushrooms. The five cheese pizza blend, including Narragansett Creamery fresh mozzarella finished with pesto. Get a taste of Rhode Island this weekend. Shop at Rhode Island's largest independent supermarket every week. Dave's is fresh. Dave's is familiar. Dave's is Rhode Island. And we are live in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Robert's Music, keeping the beat and watching the calendar. It is that time. Back to school, back to music, back to band. Cut your tryout date yet. Make sure you're sharp with lessons, supplies, and repairs from Robert's. You know Robert's Music for band instruments and rentals. Have you seen the combo side? Guitars, ukuleles, drums. Robert's Music is the place for serious musicians. 18 teachers, 11 lesson rooms. Robert's is music in Rhode Island. Robert's Musical Instruments in West Warwick. Robert's Music on Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week in our stores. Food dude. I'm Tiffany Faison, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Here 
at the Taste of Rhode Island here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at Dave's in Smithfield Crossing. And uh, dozens of Rhode Island food makers and uh, some friends that we've spoken to in the past, like Lily from our Bone Broth Maker. Nice to see you. Good morning. It's lovely to be here. Great to have you and uh, welcome welcome back to Smithfield. Thank you. And I tell us the exact name of this amazing broth that is going to be a, a, a game changer in your gravy. That's right. So our product is Lily's Ladle. We have a line of bone broths. We have make three flavors, chicken bone broth, beef bone broth, and then there's a veggie mineral broth that's 100% plant-based for our vegan and vegetarian friends. So, so important. What's the difference with bone broth? Why does Why is bone broth especially good? Bone broth is differs really from your regular stocks, really only in the way that we make it. Uh, we cook it for a lot longer. So our beef bone broth cooks for three days and our chicken cooks for two and a half. It's a really long process. And what that does is it it gives us time to get all of those minerals out of the bones. Yeah. So we're left with a really beautiful, nutrient-dense, super flavorful, wonderful broth base for all of your soups, all of your gravies. Yes. Right now we're talking to a lot of people shopping for ideas for their Thanksgiving table. And we're giving away... Um, our favorite gravy recipe using our beef bone broth as a base. Oh, tell us about that. It's delicious. We take two cups of uh, beef bone broth from Lily's Ladle. So there's no salt added to that. You can reduce it down and it makes an absolutely delicious broth. The recipe is on my website at lilysladle.com under our recipes tab. And you can follow right along. It's really foolproof. It is very, very simple to follow. You just whisk, whisk, whisk your heart out. And follow the instructions, and you're going to have a super delicious uh, gravy for your Thanksgiving table. So the the beef broth will work with turkey gravy. I like it a lot. Yes, yeah. we're um, you know if you're doing a roast, if you're taking anything out of a pan, and you've got some really nice drippings, um, we're going to put that right on top of our um, range in our kitchen. Just that whole pan with all of those delicious drippings, and we're going to add the bone broth. We're going to make a roux with oh, some yeah. flour. You know, cook it down, whisk, 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 and then we add some aromatics and some um, umami flavors. Oh, uh, like a little you. bit of Worcestershire sauce, a little oh, bit of soy yeah. sauce. It's awesome. You're going to love it. So in those those additions there, your Worcestershire and your soy, that's mm-hmm. going to bring you plenty of salt. Absolutely. Yep. Sure. And a little bit of salt is fine. A little bit of salt goes a long way. Yes. That's why we don't add salt to our product right. line. Well, you'd mentioned that at the top. Uh, we're speaking to Lily about Lily's Ladle, the amazing bone broths. And uh, when we talk about that, uh, we talk about recipes, and you kind of go back and forth because we, we know so much about salt, and as you say, a little bit goes a long way, but we keep wanting to add it. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't want to deny our flavor palettes, of course. You know, we want the things that are good for us to also taste nice. Right. And, um, you know, there's there's no... No getting around that, absolutely. <laughs> but if I salted my product to my palate, I think it would be way saltier <laughs> than the majority of people would enjoy. So I like to uh, leave it to leave it to you at home, leave it to the professionals um, to cook and add salt to your own uh, flavors and tastes. Yeah, and and do taste it first. Right. That's the that's the secret, isn't that's it? That's the to, key. You have to taste. That's so right. And once you add, you just want it to be able to pop. Feel sure. something beautiful, and you know that's it. All right, so for our vegan friends, absolutely, you've got a vegan variety. Mm. Uh, what do we do for those folks for Thanksgiving gravy, for example? 
I really like to kind of start the same way. We'll start by making a roux. So we'll take um, a little bit of flour and a little bit of fat. Um, you know, for our vegan friends, that can be olive oil. That's fine. Oh, there you go. Sure. We're going to put it in a pan and just brown it up cook it until that oil and fat comes together and it starts to change color. You'll notice it. Um, you can use gluten-free flour. I just tested that out last week. It's no, no delicious. Kidding. Which which one um, did you use? I like, uh, what did I Is have? Rice cup, flour? Or? Yeah, I think I used a cup to cup. Um, so a, a pre-made okay. mix. Uh, yeah. Bob's Red Bill makes a nice one. Yes. Cup for Cup was developed by Thomas Keller. He's a fabulously world-renowned chef. Put yourself in their hands, you'll be fine. Yeah, it's really, it's a nice product. <laughs> Well, that's terrific. Huh? Yeah, so we start out. We that? start out there, and then um, to make our vegan gravy, you know, you're you're whisking. You're going to use warm uh, veggie mineral broth from Lily's Ladle mm. right next to your um, your pan with your uh, roux in it, and then we add slowly whisk, slowly whisk, and then aromatics that you like. Um, I, I think sage and mushroom go to. Sage a long is an way. absolute must on Thanksgiving. A hundred percent, and that is lovely in the um, in the in the stock with um, the veggie mineral broth. How nice. Yeah. That's great. How does Lily's uh, ladle bone broth come? It's a frozen product. I'm okay. so glad you asked. Look <laughs> for it in your freezer section. Good. And I was going to look in another place, so I'm glad you said that. <laughs> it is. Uh, we don't add any stabilizing chemicals, um, and so... That is the best way to keep something like our product fresh. Yeah. We look for Lily's Ladle always in the freezer. All it right, stays excellent. good in your home freezer for a good six months. Oh, um, and once you thaw it out, it's ha happy, happy, happy for uh, a, a week or two. Oh, in good. Your All right. And available at Dave's. Available at Dave's. And at places like uh, Shelburne Market. I'll look for it there. Look look for it at, at more of your kind of natural and independent natural independent groceries. stores. Yep, absolutely. And you can if you don't see it, you can certainly ask them for it. It's definitely available for them to get for you. Um, if you're a big Y shopper in Massachusetts and Connecticut, mm -hmm. um, that is a place where you can find our product uh, probably today <laughs> and moving forward. All right, absolutely. Good to know. Excellent. Well, uh, this is so great. Give us that website once again, Lily. Lilliesladle.com. L-I-L-Y-S-L-A-D-L-E. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. What a great, great uh, help for Thanksgiving, especially if you have a person or two, and I'm thinking of our Thanksgiving table, if you have a person or two that is vegan or vegetarian, That's you know, right. make a little something special for them along with, you know, that special batch of stuffing that you're going to make or what have you, and uh, they will be very, very happy. So good to see you here at the Taste of Rhode Island local day here at Dave's. Likewise. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Lily, very, very much. Yeah, that's a taste of what is going on here at the local day today at Dave's Marketplace. We're in Smithfield. I remember when this was as far north as we went. <laughs> in the next half hour, we're going to meet someone who is literally doing a game changer in terms of the food scene in all of New England. I know it's a little bit of a little bit of a, a saying that may sound like it's a certain amount of hype, but believe it, hundreds of thousands of feet of greenhouse growing lettuce and basil year-round for New England. It's an amazing thing. Wait until you hear the story. And uh, that is just a little bit of what is going on here at Dave's at the Taste of Rhode Island local tasting day that is going on here. I promised you a taste of a burger in the um, in the uh, burger week deal going on here. Is it a competition? 
I don't know if you really call it a competition, but it kind of is. You, you go, there's no certainly no loser. You just go to your favorite place, and everybody's doing a specialty burger. How about this? Our dear friends at Grazers. Now, who doesn't like Grazers and a Grazers burger? Well, for Burger Week, there's a couple of them going on here. Jerk burger with pineapple chutney. So we have uh, our uh, local patty with jerk seasoning. Pineapple chutney, habanero cheddar, lettuce, and tomato. And you can either have hand-cut fries or mixed greens with that. Or you can have an autumn Vermonter. Now, this is our same patty topped with aged Grafton cheddar, pulled pork, barbecue sauce. Whose sauce are you using there, grazers? We have to talk. Apple chutney, lettuce and tomato, hand-cut fries, or mixed greens. Yeah. Many, many other places doing burger specialties for the week. It is Burger Week all over the state of Vermont. Yeah. We, on the other hand, are here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Next weekend, we're coming home to the Wayberry Inn. Bob Newhart called and said, you have not done your show from my inn in too long, so get back up here. And... uh I, I will, yes. And there are still Thanksgiving openings for dinner at the Wayberry Inn, by the way. Welcome home to the Wayberry Inn for Thanksgiving. Still openings for dinner. Oh, my gosh, what a wonderful Thanksgiving experience in that beautiful pine room. That's where we're going to be next weekend. Plus, over Thanksgiving week, you can stay in a queen room for an amazing price for a two-night stay. And the king rooms are on special as well. Why don't you call... And I think Amy's there now at 802-388-4015. And um, if Amy's not there, Brianna's there, maybe even Joe's there. Now, this is a a great gift for that hard-to-shop-for person. If you know that they have stayed at the Wayberry Inn, or if you've been there once upon a time for dinner or special occasion or whatnot, it is the perfect gift, the perfect Vermont location give a gift card. It can be used for lodging. It can be used for dining. And uh, you can find out more at wayberryin.com. It's spelled like Newberry, B-U-R-Y, wayberryin.com. Or call at 388-4015. And uh, come and have dinner. Chef Donna and her team, all about the Vermont farm-raised, fresh, innovative New England cuisine. And call for those specials, details, and reservations 802-388-4015, the Wayberry Inn in East Middlebury, right at the edge of the National Forest, and just a couple of miles from the center of town. And make sure you tell Amy and Brianna and Laura and Joe and the staff that you heard the food dude Bruce Newberry talking about the Wayberry Inn. Newberry, about the Wayberry. It's a good investment in time. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, 15-point road, Dinner, restaurant week specials, including that prime rib, tonight. And you know what? It's not going to end with restaurant week because the prefix returns for a little while at least heading into the holidays. And that is a dining destination on the East Bay for sure. 15 Point Road Island Park in Portsmouth, Portsmouth, Rhode Island, 401-683-3138. Course of Veterans Day. It's the Veterans Day weekend, and Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath salutes all of our veterans. And Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath will be open for the midday hours on Monday, 
Veterans Day. You know who's here at the Taste of Rhode Island, the local taste? The awesome sauce, Palm's Mojo Sauce, available at selected Dave's Markets and Lee's and Clements and many other locations and soon to be more because it's awesome sauce. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. The word is mojo. Is it a food word? When you put it next to the word sauce and the word palms and the words honey, heat, or smoky love, as in palms mojo honey heat sauce and palms mojo smoky love sauce, it's the taste of good times. Palms mojo barbecue honey heat sauce, palms mojo smoky love barbecue sauce, both from the Palms Barbecue Pit family restaurant. This is a secret sauce that goes back generations. And Walt Palm is so proud of his all natural taste of good times sauce. You're going to love it. The honey heat sauce, well, it's sweet with some heat. The smoky love sauce, Oh, yes, but nothing artificial. The smoke comes from Walt carefully smoking the vegetables in the sauce, the onions, the tomatoes. You're going to find so many ways Palm's Mojo Honey Heat Sauce and Palm's Mojo Smoky Love Sauce. Walt Palm and the Food Dude promise you will not be disappointed. Food Dude. Hey, this is Emeril Lagasse. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Bam! We were just talking about Emeril. Actually, uh, Ted Carusis and I were talking about Emeril. And uh, we were talking about him in the context of the uh, Food Dude, Bruce Newberry, and Ted Carusis podcast. New one of those will drop on Monday night running around there, and it'll be a lot of the sound and the taste of our Taste of Rhode Island local day. So get ready for that. I'm waiting for Lydia Bastianich to show up in one of our superstar chef kind of shout-outs here because Lydia Bastianich is returning to Dave's Marketplace, by the way. Yes, she has a new recipe book from her flagship restaurant, Philidia. And she will be at Dave's Marketplace in East Greenwich, Rhode Island, signing her book and uh, visiting you Sunday, December the 8th from noon to 2. And that's only, what, three weeks? Something like that. Four weeks? I don't know. The season is just flying by here already. Could be 10 minutes. Sunday, December the 8th, noon to 2. And uh, books available at the East Greenwich store, Dave's Marketplace, East Greenwich, Rhode Island, uh, and uh, come and meet Lydia Bastianich. She is so delightful. You know that Italy carries sacred cow granola? I, I don't know if it has, you have it with pesto on it up there? Up there. I don't know. But I think that is so cool that sacred cow granola is available at Italy, along with another bunch of other great food destinations it is the holy granola experience, sacred cow granola, and it's one of the tastes of Rhode Island that everyone is enjoying here at Dave's Marketplace. Today, we're at Dave's here in Smithfield at Smithfield Crossing, and I have a taste of another amazing flatbread. I know I was talking about one a little while ago. Well, you know, Panera is serving dinner in Rhode Island, and actually the Panera right in our plaza here in Smithfield is one of those Paneras that is serving dinner. And it's exclusive here in the Providence, Rhode Island area. 
And what's for dinner at Panera? How about chipotle chicken and bacon artisan flatbread? Smoked pulled chicken, chopped bacon, grape tomatoes, shredded fontina, also known as fontina, and mozzarella with a garlic cream sauce, baked crisp to order on artisan flatbread topped with chipotle aioli and fresh cilantro. It is so good. It's so big. And uh, it's for dinner. Now, you get a, a couple of sides. You know, there's a fresh cucumber and tomato salad that's so good. There's a sweet potato mash that is delicious. And uh, a couple of other salad items as well. And you've got dinner at Panera. Our question du jour, what is the difference between high tea and tea? <laughs> Afternoon tea. And our Food Dude Facebook poll what is the best way to prepare the Thanksgiving turkey? Yeah. Uh, now, we're going to have that that game changer at the top of the next hour with Chef George Duran. He's a celebrity chef, and he is doing, uh, he happens to be hosting Thanksgiving. So we got to talking about the best way to prepare turkey. And uh, he, he is talking about air frying. I was going to say deep frying, but it's air frying. And how do you do it? Well, he'll he'll explain the whole thing in just a little bit here. So we're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're here at uh, Dave's for the Taste of Rhode Island Local Tasting Day. And uh, I will tell you a little bit about the on the topic of tea, just how, uh, how things work. And high tea and... Tea, if we're talking about taking tea and, and having someone in for tea and so forth, what they have in common is food. Yeah, neither of these occasions, and they are occasions, is just sitting and having a cup of tea. I mean, if you're thinking, oh, well, you have to have the, the leaf tea and the tea ball, and it's got to be the black tea or the particular kind of Darjeeling or any of that. Yes, I mean, you have a pot of tea that's involved but that's not it it's not like it's not like our meeting someone for coffee I just in, I just got invited to coffee and uh, I love coffee so I'm in but when you go and have coffee that's what you do you sit and you have coffee not the same thing with tea so uh, we'll more on that in a little bit here it is Newport restaurant week which covers a lot of ground because it's all of Newport County plus parts of Bristol County, and uh, that includes 15-Point Road. And you know 15-Point Road always does an amazing job, no matter what the occasion. And there's a complete menu for Restaurant Week that just goes on and on and on and on and on, and uh, you couldn't possibly cover it all in one week. But it would certainly be worthwhile trying. A $35 three-course prefix starting out with either apple butternut bisque or New England clam chowder or a fresh crisp house salad or even baked brie if you want to indulge a little bit. Wrapped in tender phyllo dough with a fruit coulis and toasted crostini. And then your main courses, and this is where it just gets impossible because there are over a dozen choices, one of which is prime rib on Saturday night during restaurant week. So this is the last opportunity you'll have for that. But there's Scallops Block Island, Seared in a skillet, done in a light tomato sauce, 
white wine, scallions, button mushrooms, garlic, it's over angel hair, yum. Now, that's not to be confused with seafood pasta. I wouldn't mind combining these two, right? I, I, there are 15 choices, and I have to make another one. Seafood pasta. It's shrimp, scallops, and lobster over penne with a spicy pink pepper vodka sauce. I would love to have just a, a, a plate of scallops with that little spicy pink pepper vodka sauce, a little little sweet and salty thing going on there. So good. But then there's the shrimp scampi and the big stuffed half lobster. And these are just the seafood choices. I mean, there's Caribbean pork loin and filet mignon and duck, roasted split duckling with blueberries, raspberries, and hoisin glaze. Oh, my. And that's only your second course. You get dessert, too. And that could be pumpkin cheesecake or key lime pie or a flourless chocolate tort, among other choices. All $35. Restaurant weekend, it ends tomorrow, technically, at all of the restaurants, including 15 Point Road. So don't miss it. 15 Point Road, Island Park in Portsmouth. The address is the same as the name, 401-683-3138. We're at Dave's here in Smithfield Roadie today. Next weekend, we're back home at the Wayberry Inn. Always in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro with me, the food dude. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Tchaikovsky's second piano concerto has lived too long in the shadow of the immortal first. Its passions surge, its virtuosity thrills, and its beauty melts the coldest of hearts. Island Philharmonic is joined by pianist Anne-Marie McDermott to give Tchaikovsky's second piano concerto a rare performance. And guest conductor Tanya Miller leads Shostakovich's defiant 10th Symphony. Sponsored by Taco. Tickets start at $15. Call 401-248-7000 or order at tickets.rifil.org. Saturday, November 16th at the Vets in Providence. Romantic Tchaikovsky with your Rhode Island Philharmonic Orchestra. Well, just because you have a small space or awkward configuration doesn't mean you can't have the kitchen of your dreams. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401-463-1550. If you begin the remodel process now, you'll have a new kitchen by the holidays. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401-463-1550. Why not come to an upcoming remodeling workshop? Register online at rikb.com. You'll have the kitchen of your dreams by the holidays. Providence, what a destination for theater, for the arts, for water fire. Why don't you spend your Providence evening at Cove? No place like beautiful Cove. Sparkling and cozy on these fall evenings. Tuesday, half-off bottles of wine. Wednesday, martini specials. And Alexis Lee and Jazz. Of course, the legendary weekend brunch is always available. Cove at 14 Imperial Place in the Knowledge District. Make a reservation on Open Table. We'll see you at beautiful cove food dude i'm bobby flay and i'm dining out with bruce newberry all right flay we're at dave's taste of rhode island Meanwhile, back in Middletown, Ted Carusis and I 
are uh, always, always at the end of the counter. And uh, before we actually get into uh, what we're going to get into, Ted, well, Ted, we want to wish well to some special people. Happy Veterans Day to all of our active and non-active military members out there and families. You guys, your sacrifice goes uh, unsaid. We appreciate everything that you have done for us uh, every day. And uh, we just want to wish you uh, all the best this Veterans Day. So thank you very much. We always give, uh, and if some people didn't know this, we always give uh, our military discounts with being so close to the Navy base. It just makes good sense to be a good neighbor. So uh, yes. So we, we wish all of our active and non-active military a, a happy Veterans Day. We want to feel good about our food. And we have some great specials to talk about here at the Blue Plate. Oh, these are some great things here. Yeah, so we've got some, uh, uh, last month we introduced our Monday through Thursday evening specials from 3 o'clock to close. We try and keep them uh, uh, around $10 to $13. Uh, you got to be wary of what you get uh, if it's too cheap. So right. we want to make sure that you have a good value and a good quality product. So a couple of things that we're featuring this uh, month, we've got the New England Boiled Dinner. Nice. Which is almost like the corned beef and cabbage, very similar. Um, and that's awesome. That's $12.99. We've got beautiful pumpkin mac and cheese. I looked at that. Oh, man. It's got bacon and ham and mushrooms with fontina cheese and butternut squash. That's very, very fall and festive. Very yummy. If you want pork, we've got an outstanding pork with caramelized onion and apple and a very light demi cream sauce. That's delicious. Can't really get that too many places. And, you know, if you want something a little bit healthier and something a little bit lighter, even though it's not fallish, we recommend the seafood chiopino. For those... Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Unlike unlike out west where chiopino has like Dungeness crab. Ours right. has lobster and shrimp and cod and mussels, and it's very, very light, very flavorful. Um, it's got all the flavor without all the, all the calories, so that's uh, a nice, lighter fare. Um, and we've got, uh, to wrap it off, we've got a risotto with chicken, mushroom, and peas. Uh, another one of those light, light uh, dishes, but very, very flavorful. So. so satisfying, too. And those are fall dinner specials, and you have them in. That's a dine-in. Yep. And uh, you can find those here when? So every Monday through Thursday from 3 p.m. to close. Uh, the whole point is, you know, if you're going to go out when it's darker, you might as well give you something worthwhile to, to try. So uh, so hopefully you come on in and, and try them out. We've uh, had great results so far, and we want to continue this going into the new year. So, And you'll feel good here at the Blue Play Diner. Thanks, Ted. Thank you. And the Blue Play Diner at 665 West Main Road in Middletown, Rhode Island. But we especially love Je Me Souviens. License plates in the parking lot, yes. Hey, we're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're here at Dave's in Smithfield. It's local Taste of Rhode Island weekend going on. Our music here on the Tastiest Talk Show is sponsored by Robert's Musical Instruments, saluting the Rhode Island Philharmonic Orchestra and pianist Anne-Marie McDermott performing Tchaikovsky's second piano concerto next Saturday at the Vets in Providence, tickets.rifil.org. We are here. Hey, book your stay at castlehillinn.com. It's a great time to get away to Newport, where just everybody comes. Why don't you be one of the beautiful people? I'll tell you, if you check out castlehill.com, you are going to be beautiful at a beautiful price. There are some amazing getaway and staycation specials with nature walks and the amazing view, and you're on Legendary Ocean Drive in Newport. And you're making more than memories. You're getting a full gourmet breakfast. So visit castlehillin.com. 
We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Dave's 50 years of fresh Dave's Marketplace celebrating Rhode Island Tasting Day all weekend. Over 25 Rhode Island companies giving you a local taste of Rhode Island. Eat your way through Dave's. Smithfield Crossing today, Saturday. East Greenwich tomorrow, Sunday, 10 to 3. Taste Rhode Island. Even though there's no game this weekend, you can still tailgate, homegate, couchgate with Dave's Kitchens. Hot or cold barbecue rack of ribs get a full rack get a half rack and back to those rhode island local tastes this week's pizza of the week is a mushroom medley assorted blend of rhode island mushroom company mushrooms the five cheese pizza blend including narragansett creamery fresh mozzarella finished with pesto get a taste of rhode island this weekend shop at rhode island's largest independent supermarket every week dave's is fresh dave's is familiar dave's is rhode island and we are live in the dave's marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Welcome back, Welcome back. to the Tasty Talk Show on the radio. Bruce Newberry, dude of food, here with so many people who are all about so much great food. Here at Dave's Marketplace, it's the Taste of Rhode Island, the local tasting day of Rhode Island local tasting. It's also Burger Week. It's Burger Week at a bunch of places that we love, not the least of which is Lunix. Lunix jumps into to Burger Week. Who knew? And uh, as in keeping, Lunix has a French onion burger. Now, this isn't just any burger. It's a La Platte River Farm Black Angus burger, which you could just have by itself. But we're lunatic, so none of that. It is topped with a caramelized French onion soup with onions. Wow. Onions out of the soup on top of the burger. What a great idea. Thick sliced Gruyere, sautéed baby spinach, more onions... See, everybody has to order the burger, because if everybody has the onions, then nobody offends, right? Everybody stinks, so nobody stinks. And a sunny-side-up egg. This is a bit of business here. On toasted brioche. Or, or as we say at Lunix, ooh, a mango habanero chicken burger. Wait a minute. Fried panko-crusted all-natural chicken thighs tossed in mango habanero sauce topped with bacon jam, cabot cheddar, baby arugula, tomato, red onion, and avocado crema. This is at Lunix. Wait, it gets better. It's on Talera bread, which is a Mexican crusty white bread, which is actually described as, as a smaller cousin of French bread. So, okay, I, I get it now. So it, it's uh, the French bread's Mexican cousin at Lunix. And Wow. Formidable. So you can uh, eat your way into a burger frenzy all across the state for the week. It's Burger Week. Yeah. We're going to be at the Wayberry Inn next weekend, coming home for Thanksgiving. And you can too, because there's some room specials. And you can even have Thanksgiving dinner in the Pine Room. Wouldn't that be great? 802-388-4015. Well, I promised you help with Thanksgiving. If you lost the toss or if you volunteered and uh, we, um, 
we have, I'm getting a selfie taken. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, I've just found it's impossible to talk and take a selfie at the same time. I literally just came back uh, from uh, Lily's ladle and uh, took a selfie. And I appreciate it. And it looked pretty good, Lily. Nice job. And it's all you, by the way. The um, I promised you help with Thanksgiving. And I have a game changer here. Now, our, our Food Dude Facebook poll question is, what's the best way to cook a Thanksgiving turkey? Not that anybody has an opinion on that one way or another, I'm sure. But listen to this game changer. I spoke with celebrity chef George Duran earlier in the week. George? That means cooking. <laughs> We're not uh, going to talk about uh, going out and putting on a show. No, the show is the food, of course. And on the line with me is our friend, Chef George Duran. Chef, nice to have you with us. Bruce, I love being on. Thank you. Hey, we love having you. We really do. And uh, you've got some great stuff here. You've got. Uh, we're going to talk about some tools that are going to uh, help us if we are the ones doing the cooking this year. You have a game changer. Tell us about it. No doubt. A game changer. Um, everybody talks about deep frying the turkey, but I say, why not cook it 70% healthier and still have that fried flavor by air frying your turkey? And you're saying, well, how do we fit a turkey in an air fryer? Yeah. Well, the Frigidaire, the Frigidaire Gallery Air Fryer range is the first range on the market to include an air frying feature. Yeah. Everyone knows air fry delivers all the flavor, none of the guilt, allowing you to make healthier, crispy, delicious meals for the entire family right in the oven. Oh, it has man. a powerful fan inside that uh, in the oven, which quickly and evenly circulates the superheated air to deliver that crispy on the outside and juicy on the inside taste with little or no oil. So imagine that, a real oven range combo where you can air fry now inside of it. It's stuffed. First one in the market by Frigidaire. So, so great. All right. So am I, are we still going to prep the turkey the same way as we would to fry it? I mean, part of the, part of the deal is that you get these, uh, these unique flavors and I mean, people just uh, have deep fried these turkeys and they never go back. So how do we convert this oh, to air fry? Uh, well, it's really very similar. I mean, you can certainly um, um, uh, dry rub it or, or marinate it um, and you can still get that perfect turkey. So pretty much however you cook, you, you prep the turkey, if it's made in the regular oven or if it's made in a smoker or it's made inside of the, the deep fryer, you're going to do the same thing with this one when you air fry the turkey. And again, it's the skin of the turkey that's going to start crisping up. Yes. That fat is going to render, it's going to go inside of the meat and it's going to offer you a juicy, flavorful meat inside the turkey with a crispy exterior. It's going to taste like it's fried, but it's not. Oh, man, how great is that? So, uh, Chef George Duran, now, other than the fact that uh, everybody's going to want to come to our house if we're air frying this turkey, what's another secret to a real good holiday gathering? Yeah, I like to make twists on the classics. So the green bean casserole, well, this year I'm making my spicy almond and mushroom green bean casserole, and I switched out the canned soup, and instead I'm using new fresh craving spicy garlic almond dip. They have a whole new line of dairy-free dips made from almonds and cashews, from kickin' queso-style cashew to creamy garlic almond. They're packed with nut-based proteins and superfoods alongside flavorful spices like smoked paprika and chipotle chili. And best of all, they're vegan and keto-friendly, and they're absolutely delicious. You can find them at Walmart in the refrigerated produce section. Oh, man, that sounds so, so great. Excellent. Chef George Duran, he's on everything from the Wendy Williams show to the Today Show and uh, just so many of them. He's got videos out uh, that you can find. 
and always, always uh, at the ready with the right tool for the right job and lots and lots of uh, suggestions. Uh, you got a twist on a holiday classic for us? I do, absolutely. Um, so a casserole, it's called the Easy Bacon and Asparagus Egg Casserole. It's such an easy recipe to make. It's by Eglin's Best. Um, and also they have the Eglin's Best Sweet Potato Pie Recipe. Uh, it's a dessert classic treat for everybody. Uh, and for me, all eggs are just not created equal. Um, Eglin's Best are the only eggs that offer superior nutrition with 10 times more vitamin E, 6 times more vitamin D, more than double the vitamin B12 and omega-3s. And that's because their hens are fed an exclusive high-quality vegetarian, all vegetarian diet to provide better taste and nutrition to their eggs. And that means a better baking recipe. They're available in classic, cage-free, organic varieties, and uh, they have tons of recipes and uh, delicious uh, nutritious recipes at eglinsbest.com. All right, so great. Hey, you're uh, helping us out on so many levels here, Chef George. I uh, <laughs> have taken on this project where I'm helping out of people who kind of either drew the short straw or have volunteered to do the Thanksgiving cooking and have everybody over. So you've given us some great advice. So you must have everybody over to your house for Thanksgiving. The entire family, the extended family, everybody knows to come to my home. No joke, my cousin from Las Vegas is coming as well, and I rarely see him. Uh, and he's just like, I'm tired of my mom's cooking. I'm coming over. And I said, come on <laughs> over. The more the merrier. For sure. Hey, right. you had us at Air Fried Turkey. No doubt. Yeah. So... I <laughs> so where does everybody assemble for the uh, Chef George Thanksgiving? Uh, right here in New York City, actually, it's going to be a tight fit. Uh, but fortunately, uh, we, we, we're going to we're going to all pull out those couches and the inflatable beds, and uh, we're going to be nice and cozy and warm uh, together for sure. Nice. Well, they just announced the lineup for the Macy's Day Parade, so uh, you'll have plenty of entertainment for sure. So, Chef George Duran, where can we go for more information? All these recipes and more information on any of the products, you can find them at DailyLounge.com. All right, my friend. Hey, good to talk to you. I have a feeling we'll talk again in a few weeks, but uh, have a great, great time, and uh, happy Thanksgiving if we don't talk before. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you so much. All right, Bye. great to talk to you. And uh, I have a way to complete the uh, circle here because I spoke to Gail and Lisa from Gill's Appliance yesterday live on the radio, and they have that stove with the air fryer, and there's a whole deal going on. You get an air fryer shelf and a turkey. So <laughs> there you go. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Wait, there's more. Chef Mark has the green bean casserole. So if you let Chef Mark do your Thanksgiving dinner with fireworks catering, one of the additions is green bean casserole. Oh, yeah. He thinks of everything. I don't know, though. I'm looking over the additions. Now, you can do the whole feast. I mean, turkey, uh, breasts, and drumsticks, and cranberry sauce, orange cranberry sauce, three quarts of giblet gravy, cornbread vegetable stuffing, red bliss mashed potatoes, I'm sorry, red bliss roasted potatoes, pan sweet mashed sweet potatoes, honey thyme roasted root vegetables, butternut squash puree, fresh baked rolls with whipped butter, an apple pie, a pecan pie, and a pumpkin pie. I'm getting all choked up over this. And all the cooking and reheating instructions you need. The turkey is in a sturdy baking pan, ready to jump into your oven. And then if you need the additions, and one of the additions is green bean casserole. And then he's got Brussels sprouts with bacon. Ooh. Ben Newberry has become a Brussels sprout fan since he's been at college. Roast root vegetables, butternut squash puree, cornbread stuffing, 
a five-pound Dijon honey roast ham, you know, just to keep on hand, just for a spare, a backup. Now, all of those can be purchased a la carte, and uh, you order those in addition to the traditional Thanksgiving feast menu. Now, it's available now. You come pick it up at Fireworks Catering in Providence. It'll serve 12 to 15, and the price is amazing, plus I'm going to save you 10%. And here's how I'm going to do it. If you'll visit fireworkscatering.net and use the keyword Food Dude Bruce, you're going to save 10%. Or if you call 401-831-9221 and say, hey, I am an FOB, a friend of Bruce, I know the food dude, you're going to get the 10%, even though the 10% offer has expired for the rest of the world. Yeah. So let fireworks handle the cooking for you for Thanksgiving. Look for fireworks catering tomorrow at the wedding event. It is a very, very nice wedding event going on at the beautiful country club in Rehoboth, the Hillside Country Club. They'll see you there tomorrow. And uh, there are also a few openings for holiday event catering. Fireworks Catering, familiar with the twist? Fireworks will do as much or as little as you need. A full-service off-site or on-site caterer. So whatever you need, from the bar to, to the rentals, the chairs. and They'll even hire guests if you're having a party and you don't have any friends. They'll take care of everything for you. Mark Garofalo, one of the great chefs of Rhode Island, 831-9221. And mention the food, dude, and you save some money. We are here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at Dave's Taste of Rhode Island Local Tasting Day. Next weekend, we're back home at the Wayberry Inn in East Middlebury, where Thanksgiving is about to come upon us. There are great room specials if you'd like to stay and come home to the Wayberry for Thanksgiving. You can have dinner in the Pine Room at the Wayberry Inn, 802-388-4015. Sardella's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday special is now better than ever. Now, it's always been the best deal in town. Dinner for two from a select menu for $19. And you can add a select bottle of wine, if you like, for $13 more. And now one of those choices in an authentic Imbriglio's Margarita Pizza Napolitana. From Imbriglio's next door, the family baking business. And it's where everybody in Newport has been coming for 30 years. So make a reservation for next Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday night at Sardella's 30 Memorial Boulevard West in Newport. 849-6312, sardellas.com. We're amongst more than 25 roadie-made food makers serving up their specialties here at Dave's all weekend long. You can eat your way through Dave's Marketplace here in Smithfield Crossing today. Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich tomorrow. As always in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Everybody has a must-eat list. A few places, maybe two or three, that you keep as a go-to. On the East Bay, more must-eat lists include 15 Point Road. Maybe it's the view from those panoramic picture windows in the dining room. It enchants 
points you as you overlook the Sakana River leading to the ocean in Mount Hope Bay. 15-point road. Maybe it's the local menu featuring creative seafood from the boats right across the harbor. And the amazing dinner selections. Chef Chris is ever-changing his eclectic delights. Contemporary and innovative dishes like Little Neck's Peri Peri with white beans and churis. Deconstructed Beef Wellington. Seafood Mount Hope. Like that review said, don't miss the stuffies. Don't miss 15 Point Road. Island Park, Portsmouth, just off Route 24, south of the Sakonet River Bridge. The address is the same as the name. Sean and Carly Smith and food dude Bruce Newberry invite you to 15 Point Road. And check out 15pointroad.com. Can I tell you about the Holy Granola Experience? Sacred Cow Granola. Small batch handcrafted artisan granola. Maureen starts with organic whole grain oats from Maine, organic Vermont maple syrup, cranberries from Massachusetts, nuts and seeds, your walnuts, your pecans, your almonds, your flax, your sesame, your pepita, coconut, brown sugar, a sprinkle of Himalayan sea salt, or some Rhode Island sea salt, crystallized ginger, and some secret spices. And she makes every batch with love. You will love to start the day with sacred cow. Just pour on the milk. You get a little chai thing going on in the bowl with the spices. It is amazing atop ice cream or in a yogurt parfait. It is packed with superfoods. GMO-free, gluten-friendly, vegan. That's the holy granola experience in every mason jar of sacred cow granola. Rethink your granola experience. Sacred cow granola. It's part of Monroe Dairy, so it's available on the Monroe Dairy cow truck at Dave's Marketplace, many other locations, and you can buy direct at sacredcowgranola.com. Robert's Music, keeping the beat and watching the calendar. It is that time. Back to school, back to music, back to band. Cut your tryout date yet. Make sure you're sharp with lessons, supplies, and repairs from Robert's. You know Robert's Music for band instruments and rentals. Have you seen the combo side? Guitars, ukuleles, drums. Robert's Music is the place for serious musicians. 18 teachers, 11 lesson rooms. Robert's is music in Rhode Island. Robert's Musical Instruments in West Warwick. Robert's Music on Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week in our stores. Food dude. I am Jacques Pepin, uh, here from uh, Connecticut, and I'm here dining out with the Bruce Newberry. Now, some of you just heard a word or two about sacred cow granola and the holy granola experience. Well, sacred cow is here at the Dave's Taste of Rhode Island. And, uh, yeah, it is time to rethink your granola experience with this small batch handmade artisan granola. And it has a lot of good things in there, flax seeds and organic oats and Vermont maple syrup. And it comes in this adorable mason jar. Now, if you're thinking that this might be a great gift for a foodie on your list, well, you're thinking the right way. Why don't you reach out to Maureen and company at Sacred Cow Granola for a unique corporate gift. The large gift jars can be customized or just to grab a bunch of them, 
makes the perfect stocking stuffer. <laughs> it really does. And there are all kinds of wonderful packages as well. You can uh, just email me, bruce at brucenewberry.com, and find out more. B-R-U-C-E-N-E-W-B-U-R-Y. The Holy Granola Experience, Sacred Cow Granola. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. It's the Taste of Rhode Island. And our music here on the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio is brought to you by robertsmusicri.com. It is that time of the year, gift of music. If there's a musician on your list, you're going to find something that that musician will just love at Robert's Music. I mean, it could be music. It could be an instrument. It could be something they need to play better. It could be a pair of musical socks. RobertsMusicRI.com, Robert's Musical Instruments in the Quaker Valley Mall. I know this has been a, a half hour of game changers here today. We just set the world on its ear, the Thanksgiving world, with the air fried turkey. I, I'm still, still loving the sound of that. But uh, this is semi-serious, and this is going on here at Dave's today, and you're going to meet in a minute here someone who is likely to be a, a game-changer in the world of food. Well, here we are with Christina McDonald from Gotham Greens, and what an exciting food story this is. Nice to see you here at the Taste of Rhode Island Local Day. Thank you so much. It's great to see you as well. Well, tell us about this amazing project that Gotham Greens is going on. You have these beautiful lettuces and dressings and pesto and wonderful things grown in, tell us where? In Providence, Rhode Island. Get right out of the neighborhood. People are not going to believe this. Right in the Olneyville neighborhood. And grown in Olneyville. This is so, so great. What a story. Tell the story. Absolutely. So we were uh, founded down in uh, back in 2009 uh, in Brooklyn. We have three farms there that are rooftop farms. Um, in 2015, we expanded to Chicago. And now in 2019, we've just activated our Providence greenhouse in the Olneyville neighborhood. Tell where us how big that greenhouse is. Christina. It is 100,000 square feet of high-tech uh, urban greenhouse. Uh, we have about... 40 employees right now, uh, Rhode Islanders, growing, um, harvesting the greens daily. Um, how, how much... How many heads of uh, between the, the lettuces are you growing? We are expected to do, to do about 10 million heads a year out of our Providence facility. That is amazing. Just incredible. And what kinds of uh, lettuces are we talking about? Um, so definitely our most popular are going to be our basil and butterhead. Um, but we have a beautiful romaine, which is my favorite. We have a tropicana leaf, red oak, green oak, um, and then a medley, which kind of mixes a bunch together. How great is that? How long does it take to grow? Um, about a month to, to 40 right? days, yep, to harvest. Wow. Um, and it's all indoors at a greenhouse. So you can grow year-round. Exactly, especially up here in New England. Uh, that's especially important to employ our farmers year-round and provide a fresh premium leaf to c consumers in Rhode Island and greater uh, New England. Sure. Um, and we're just really excited to be at Dave's. We just got hit shelves yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So great. Tell us about the basil. Our basil, yeah, it's hydroponically grown, and we actually have um, food products, uh, a pesto, which just won a national award at Expo East, yeah. and a line of dressings utilizing our uh, hydro hydroponically grown basil. Now, those are all made there in uh, Providence or in your other facilities? So, the... 
um, dressings we co-pack with uh, Cindy's up in Brockton, Mass. So oh, that's no also local. Yeah. And then um, the pestos are being made in um, New York, but using basil that's from all of our facilities. Oh, that's great. Now, will any of that production come to Providence in terms of the prepared items? I'm not sure about mm-hmm. that. Um, we're in a huge phase of growth right now, so yeah. who knows one day. You already have plans to for others of these in other parts of the country. Absolutely. So after Providence, which our um, official ribbon cutting will be early December, uh, a few weeks after that, Baltimore will activate and open up the whole mid-Atlantic region. Um, and then 2020, we've broken ground in Denver. Um, and we have another location out west that we're excited to now- announce in 2020. So great. And one of the early locations, one of the first locations for Gotham Greens is Providence. What a food success story. And it really, really advances the story about being able to grow food here in Rhode Island because uh, it, it would seem to go against everything because we're here in New England. And Ab- it's almost absolutely. Winter. So 98% of our nation's lettuce right now is grown in California and Arizona. And you think of the 3,000 plus miles it takes to travel, especially to our corner up here in New England. Yes. Um, uh, we use 95% less water than traditional farming, 97% less land. We use 100% renewable energy in our facility. Um, so we're just really proud to be producing this high-quality product. And local jobs. You're providing local jobs. Absolutely, yes. There's no downside, Christina. <laughs> it's all positive. That's great. Gotham Greens. And where can we find Gotham Greens? Here at Dave's, of course. Yes, here at Dave's Market, uh, at Whole Foods Market, and early December, uh, we will be at Shaw's Markets. And all all over New England. Absolutely, yes. So great to talk to you. Best of luck. Gotham Greens, what a great story. And we're kind of breaking some food news here at the Dave's Local Taste of Rhode Island Day. Thank you very much. All the best to you. Thank you so much. And that is a taste of what is going on here at the Dave's Taste of Rhode Island Local Day. But, I mean, it affects everybody because this facility in Providence that is growing these lettuces is going to serve all of New England. It's a 100,000 square foot of former factory space, reclaimed factory space in this area of Providence. And anybody within sound of my voice that knows anything about Providence, you say the word onlyville, and it's a punchline. I mean, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about the hot dogs, the onlyville wieners. And now there is legit lettuce being grown in onlyville in a greenhouse. Phenomenal. Um, you have to wish them nothing but the best. Hey, we're going to a little more food news to break here today. A guest chef dinner series is kicking off at one of our favorite destinations, Castle Hill Inn. Kicking off the holidays with a guest chef dinner series at Castle Hill Inn. The dinner is going to feature Chef Kevin O'Donnell of Boston's SRV, Serene Republic of Venice, along with Chef Lou Rossi. And wine pairings from Familia Pasca. Now, no stranger to Rhode Island, Chef Kevin grew up in North Kingstown and trained at Johnson & Wales. I think he was at the Newport Mansions Wine and Food Festival, if not this year, then the year before. And I'm pretty sure we've spoken to him. I'll have to go back through the archives. He worked at Castle Hill Kitchen alongside Lou Rossi and then went and opened a restaurant in Paris. And said, "Yeah, I'd rather be in back in North Kingston. Well, he didn't really say that. Uh, opportunity calls, you never know. And then he went from Paris to Boston. And then he made his return. And making this return especially exciting. 
And in a minute, I'll have a couple of the menu choices for December the 7th at Castle Hill Inn. So all the more reason for you to make a reservation and do a quick getaway. And when you visit CastleHillInn.com, you're going to see some amazing staycation specials, getaway specials. There may even be a culinary getaway weekend that would uh, not surprise me at all to um, see you to uh, see something wonderful for you at Castle Hill Inn. All right. Uh, Daily Planet opened yesterday. I know it did not without a, a bit of controversy, but Daily Planet opened. And, you know, we were talking about cooking and special cooking for vegan and vegetarian people that we love. And Daily Planet is all about that. We wish those guys the best. So Daily Planet lit up once again uh, last last evening. Terrific. There's a new taste of Montreal. And I know that that is a great and familiar dining destination for so many of you within sound of my voice. And if you're a foodie, you think nothing of just uh, hopping on the interstate and leaping over the border there and spending a wonderful day or a weekend in maybe the old Montreal or in Little Italy. There's a place in Little Italy that was just written in up in Food and Wine. And it was a, an article that we kind of touched on, I think, a week or so ago. Didn't really get into it. And I'm kind of glad that things worked out that way because as we get closer to Christmas time, uh, I, I love the idea of Montreal and Christmas time. And uh, always have been talking about, uh, I always seem to find a way to tie something going on in Montreal at Christmas time. And I found one this year in Little Italy, in this place in Little Italy. And they don't even know it. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. More restaurant week menus as uh, Newport Restaurant Week reaches its peak this weekend. I mean, this is it. Tomorrow, uh, today and tomorrow, and that's it, at uh, 50 or so restaurants all around Newport, Newport County, Bristol County. And I have another menu to tempt you momentarily. But uh, right now I get to talk a little bit, just a little bit, about the mojo sauce, the awesome sauce, Palm's Mojo Sauces, available at Dave's Marketplace, selected Dave's Marketplace. And uh, boy, just look at the end of aisle one here at Dave's and Smithfield and follow the crowd. And you know that everybody is trying the awesome sauce. And uh, small wonder. So if you tried it and you've heard me talk about it, it is amazing. I had a restaurateur tell me it was the best barbecue sauce he had ever tasted. Yeah. You can find it at Johnson's Roadside Market, as well as Lee's and many other stores. Palm's Mojo Sauce, the Honey Heat Sauce, kind of a sweet baby you-know-who going on. And then there's the Smoky Love Sauce with no liquid smoke. The smoke comes from natural smoke of the ingredients therein. So, so good. Palm Sauce, it's awesome sauce. And it's here at Dave's, along with a whole bunch of other people with delicious food as we're eating our way through Dave's in the Dave's local taste of Rhode Island Day. From the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. 
When there's a real chill in the air, there are few things that can delight all your senses, like the wonderful things going on in the kitchen. The minute you hit the door, all your senses get engaged. The smell of the good things cooking, you hear that sizzle, and you can't wait to taste, particularly when that cook is preparing Gaspar's linguisa and Churis, adding Gaspar's to any one of your favorite dishes. Chili, pizza, omelets, sandwiches, red beans and rice, lasagna, there's almost no end to the wonderful ways Gaspar's can be served. And Gaspar's linguisa comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. There's sausage out of the casing for sauces and stuffing. So now that the cold weather is here, it's time to treat yourself to the unique taste of Gaspar's linguisa once again. Available at all major supermarkets. Here's a welcome holiday gift, a Gaspar's gift pack. Call Gaspar's direct at 1-800-542-2038. Order before December 8th. Gaspar's for over 85 years, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. The word is mojo. Is it a food word? When you put it next to the word sauce, and the word palms, and the words honey, heat, or smoky love, as in palms mojo honey heat sauce, and palms mojo smoky love sauce, it's the taste of good times. Palms Mojo Barbecue Honey Heat Sauce, Palms Mojo Smoky Love Barbecue Sauce, both from the Palms Barbecue Pit Family Restaurant. This is a secret sauce that goes back generations, and Walt Palm is so proud of his all-natural taste of good times sauce. You're going to love it. The Honey Heat Sauce, well, it's sweet with some heat. The Smoky Love Sauce, oh, yes, but nothing artificial. The smoke comes from... Walt carefully smoking the vegetables in the sauce, the onions, the tomatoes. You're going to find so many ways. Palm's Mojo Honey Heat Sauce and Palm's Mojo Smoky Love Sauce. Walt Palm and the Food Dude promise you will not be disappointed. Tchaikovsky's second piano concerto has lived too long in the shadow of the immortal first. Its passions surge, its virtuosity thrills, and its beauty melts the coldest of hearts. The Rhode Island Philharmonic is joined by pianist Anne-Marie McDermott to give Tchaikovsky's second piano concerto a rare performance. And guest conductor Tanya Miller leads Shostakovich's defiant 10th Symphony. Sponsored by Takeo. Tickets start at $15. Call 401-248-7000 or order at tickets.rifil.org. Saturday, November 16th at the Vets in Providence. Romantic Tchaikovsky with your Rhode Island Philharmonic Orchestra. I'm Lydia Bastianich, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Well, there you are, Lydia. Lydia Bastianich is coming to Dave's Marketplace, by the way. She's got a new recipe book out called Philidia, favorite recipes from her flagship restaurant. And Lydia Bastianich makes her return to Dave's Marketplace. She has been here before. She can be at the Dave's in East Greenwich, Rhode Island, on Sunday, December the 8th, from noon until 2, to sign her book. And you purchase the book here at Dave's, and uh, she'll sign it for you. Newport Restaurant Week at Castle Hill and more Brussels sprouts. 
how about this? This is the premier dinner menu program of Newport Restaurant Week. There's a select number of restaurants who are doing a $50 prefix dinner, and it's a chance to try the dining room at Castle Hill Inn. So those twice-cooked Brussels sprouts with soy caramel, cured ham, pickled vegetables, Marcona almonds. You could also have a little bit of Berkshire pork belly as your appetizer, your first course, with mojo. I don't know if it's our mojo or not, but it's mojo. And a green olive arepa, kind of a little biscuit, and pepper jam. And then your main course choices, stuffed chicken statler with aged provolone, broccoli rabi, turnips, in a sweet potato brown butter sauce, or pan-seared Atlantic salmon with forbidden black rice, bok choy, and bear rouge. Wonderful. More, more creaminess and a little bit of bitterness to go against that wonderful Atlantic salmon. Or a grilled sirloin of Angus beef, organic polenta, braised beef ragu, and cognac cream. And then, for dessert, you might do a Kidavoa chocolate ice cream bar with a little hazelnut and banana and popcorn <laughs> all baked in, or caramel chai latte. Now, this is more of a, it's more of a, sort of a grown-up, uh, almost a grown-up shake, I think, with ginger Bavarian, a little cookie on the side, and apple cider sorbet and black tea. Interesting, interesting. Or apple cake with vanilla custard and calvados and creme fraiche ice cream. That's the most interesting dessert choice. Although that chocolate ice cream bar sounded really good, too. Anyway, there's your premier dinner prefix, uh, Restaurant Week, tonight and tomorrow at the dining room at Castle Hill. Now, I promised I would uh, give you a little preview of that visiting chef dinner menu, which is already out the five-course dinner, now this is with guest chef Kevin O'Donnell, who was the executive chef and the co-owner of SRV, New Restaurant in Boston. And the five-course dinner will include beef cheek agnolotti with SRV's signature pasta from house-milled flour. Wow, a lot of moving parts to that. And sole in boretto. Really interesting. So we're going to uh, more than likely have Chef Kevin on. And I can almost guarantee we're going to have Chef Lou on. And as uh, time gets closer here, it's going to be December the 7th. So go ahead and visit CastleHillInn.com and maybe make a weekend out of it. A little foodie weekend sounds really, really nice with that visiting guest chef. We have lots of visitors here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Because we're at Dave's in Smithfield at Smithfield Crossing for the Taste of Rhode Island local tasting day. And uh, Sacred Cow is here and Palm's Mojo Sauce is here. And uh, 25 or so really interesting food makers and uh, food folks. And uh, really, uh, really, really interesting things here. I promised you a little taste of Montreal. So this is, and I've got to find it now. This is a place in Little Italy. And um, I will um, I will find it. <laughs> I really will. 
and it'll be, um, it's here. My uh, computer's playing tricks on me. So let me, let me look that up for you. Can I do that? All right. I promise I will, I will find it for you. And in the meantime, I will tell you that our music here on the tastiest talk show on the radio is brought to you by robertsmusicri.com. Give the gift of music. If there's a musician on your list, there is something they will love at Roberts from instruments and music all the way to musical socks. RobertsMusicRI.com. Next weekend, we're coming home. Bob Newhart called, and I said, Hi, Bob. And he said, Bruce, you have not done your show from the Wayberry Inn since the summer, and it's time you went back. So are you going to say no to Bob about his inn? Not at all. So we're going back to the Wayberry Inn. We're going home. And uh, you are always welcomed home to the Wayberry Inn. Yes, that was the inn in the Newhart show, the outside of it anyway. And once you spend some good quality time inside, you're going to say, yeah, they they must have been inspired by the pine room for this and the porch for that. And, of course, the pub downstairs is just such a gathering place for pretty much all of the county any night. How'd you like to have Thanksgiving dinner at the Wayberry Inn? Well, there are still some openings for dinner. So think about that. And over Thanksgiving week, there are some special lodging rates for both the queen rooms and the king rooms for a two-night stay. Wait till you see some of these prices. Visit WayberryInn.com or call 802-388-4015. And there's a little bit of snow around, so uh, certainly won't be long before snowball gets underway up the hill. And it's just a wonderful place, of course, a great investment in time. Now, if you know someone who has visited Wayberry Inn in the past, I just ran into somebody who said, you know, I haven't been there in a long time. I've got to go back. Yeah. And maybe you know somebody like that. And here's a great gift idea, a gift card. It can be used for lodging. It can be used for dining. It is a wonderful way to welcome someone home to the Wayberry Inn. Why don't you call the inn right now at 802-388-4015. And when you do, tell Amy or Brianna or Laura, maybe even Joe, answer the phone. And the entire staff that you heard Food Dude Bruce Newberry talking about the Wayberry Inn. It is a good investment in time. We are here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at Dave's in Smithfield. Now the Taste of Rhode Island Local Tasting Weekend continues and will be going on tomorrow at Dave's in East Greenwich. If you are out and about in Providence, why don't you stop it at Cov? Cov, C-A-V, where the weekend starts on Wednesday. So they've been at it for a while there. Alexis Lee and Jazz and the Bistro menu and martini specials on Wednesday. So you want to mark that on the calendar. Make a note to yourself in your electronic calendar for next Wednesday. Of course, the legendary weekend brunch at Cov is yours on Saturday and Sunday. And that is a holiday must for so many. In beautiful Cov in Providence, so sparkling for the holidays. And right now, too, it's so cozy and just lovely. Cov, C-A-V, in the Knowledge District, the Jewelry District in Providence. Make sure you mention you heard Bruce Newberry. Just make a comment in the comment section on Open Table when you make a reservation on opentable.com for Cov, C-A-V. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at the Taste of Rhode Island Local Tasting Day. And you're dining out with Bruce Newberry.
Well, just because you have a small space or awkward configuration doesn't mean you can't have the kitchen of your dreams. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401-463-1550. If you begin the remodel process now, you'll have a new kitchen by the holidays. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401-463-1550. Why not come to an upcoming remodeling workshop? Register online at rikb.com. You'll have the kitchen of your dreams by the holidays. Providence, what a destination for theater, for the arts, for water fire. Why don't you spend your Providence evening at Cove? No place like beautiful Cove. Sparkling and cozy on these fall evenings. Tuesday, half-off bottles of wine. Wednesday, martini specials. And Alexis Lee and Jazz. Of course, the legendary weekend brunch is always available. Cove at 14 Imperial Place in the Knowledge District. Make a reservation on Open Table. We'll see you at beautiful cove i'm tiffany Faison, and you're dining out with bruce newberry and uh Dining out with Bruce Newberry, the tastiest talk show is heard on great radio stations like WVMT, News Talk FM 96.3 and AM 620 in Burlington and Plattsburgh and Montreal and Keysville and Malone and uh, Forestdale, places like that. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're here at Dave's in uh, Smithfield, Rhode Island. Now, the restaurant... That I was talking about was uh, Vin, uh, Vin, Vin La Lapin, Wine the Rabbit. It makes no sense at all, but that's okay. And it's in the heart of Little Italy. And the reviewer for food and wine had gone in and had a very nice time and had some just uh, specialties and things. And, and she wrote some wonderful things. But then on the way out, the restaurateur, um, and the chef said, uh, wait a minute, I just want to have you try one little thing. And he gave her a little a little taste of some amazing pasta with flecks of something that she couldn't quite identify. And it turned out it was carbonara done with eel. And so traditional and so Italian, especially this time of the year. Now, this was back, I think this might have been in the summer when she wrote this. The reviewer... But, I mean, that's perfect for this time of the year because that's in La Vigilia, the Feast of the Seven Fishes, as we think about that, and holiday time. I mean, that's one of the few times, and one of the one of the great things that appeals to so many foodies who really look forward to that each and every year. And uh, there's a chef friend of mine who we have talked at length about La Vigilia, um, for a long time, many years, my friend Dominic Yerfino, who, as it turns out, is from Montreal, and he has a place on Federal Hill in Providence. And uh, the each course, of course, means something. And there is many debates and arguments about the the dishes in the Feast of the Seven Fishes, as there are members of the family, you know. But the charm and the tradition, of course, is the fact that you have these old school dishes that you just don't have at any other time of the year, like the bacala and the eel. And uh, 
done that way with just a little little teeny tiny flex of it in the carbonara. So so the eel tends to be on the salty side. So that would take the place of the bacon or the pork belly or whatever might be in there with the egg in that carbonara. So, so interesting and uh, so great. So it gets us into the holiday season, I guess, as well as anything else does <laughs> here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at Dave's in the taste of uh, Rhode Island local day. All right. So let's uh, visit quickly our Facebook extravaganza going on here. And uh, our questions du jour are, uh, the question du jour was, what is the difference between afternoon tea and high tea? And it involves, as I had mentioned, it involves food. Now, you don't have tea without food. And the difference is the extent to which you are having food uh, with a pot of tea. Always a pot of tea, but the difference is kind of how much food. Basically, your afternoon tea is three or so courses of food with a pot of tea. And... Um, by the book, it comes down to, and this was in Food and Wine just a week or so ago, questions you've always had about afternoon tea answered by a London pastry chef. And the whole thing is bizarre because you're eating a meal in between two meals, which is really what this what the tradition is all about. But in, in summation, the 140-character version of this is afternoon tea is three courses of food with a pot of tea. High tea is a working class family evening meal or supper. Now the afternoon tea has the savory course with tea sandwiches and then the scones course with clotted cream and jam. And then the third course of the real sweet. <laughs> now the after the, uh, the high tea is a dinner uh, with Again, handheld food. I mean, so you have sandwiches and scones and uh, things that are done with uh, things that are done on bread. But there could be some kind of uh, hors d'oeuvre type things like deviled eggs and even trifles and eclairs and uh, pistachio madeleines. And, and it can get quite elaborate. So that's that. And uh, our other question du jour what is the best way to prepare a thanksgiving turkey well we'll just have to see how that kind of plays out here last week we talked about the most important dish of thanksgiving and someone uh, someone said the mashed potatoes and someone said the old-fashioned green bean casserole uh, someone said the edible part <laughs> or the edible ones i think i know who actually said that it was a distant relative uh who we uh, always have to make sure we have enough food for so uh, there's that. And, of course, Newport Restaurant Week continues at 50 or so restaurants throughout Newport, Newport County, and even Bristol County with, uh, well, you could still have lunch because it is tomorrow as well. So a $20 two-course lunch or two price points at dinner for the prefix, either a $35 
prefix dinner or a premier $50 prefix dinner and at uh, some wonderful places all around. Uh, we're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Bruce Newberry. The food dude. 